Okay, so this week's show, Joe, do you want to introduce it and tell us what we're doing? Uh, hi everybody, welcome to Stalemates. This week's show is all about that lovely unadulterated material of the modern age we like to call plastic. It is, it's plastic. That's what we're talking about. Susan, Susan, I don't know why I called it's you not Susan. Even the weekend. Not even the weekend. <laughs> He's not even wearing the ball gown. My God. Um, shall I furnish you very quickly because that was embarrassing? Yeah. Well, you've harvested uh, a couple of facts. Nice. I have harvested some facts. Do you want to hear yeah. a fact about plastic? Uh, yeah. I, I, think, I think I like to hear. It. It's, it's ironic that you've harvested plastic. Okay. Um, a type nope, of no plastic. There. Go on. What? Go on. <laughs> Uh, you know, plastic being an inorganic material, yeah, and harvesting usually being associated with the, the the kind of collection of organic materials. Okay, I wasn't actually listening to you; I was looking at my that's, list. That's exactly facts. what I, I that's noticed. what happened there. Yeah. Okay. Well, so you've gathered some facts for us. I've gathered some facts for us. Do you want to hear the first love, fact or a first to. fact? Okay. Um, a type of plastic can be made from milk. Oh. The resulting product is odorless, insoluble in water. Biodegradable, anti-allergenic, um, and inflammable. But it can't be moulded once it's set. Now, that to me makes it not a plastic. That's how, sort of the idea of Hang a plastic. On a minute. Yes, plastic. is that you can mould it into yeah. something. That's where it comes like from. The, the, the very word plastic has become a word to describe the nature of what plastic is in a sense it, it, it's, it's taken on a larger life well, exactly Joe your sense of the word plastic which you mean something that's malleable and shapeable yeah. predates what we would call plastic in the modern era it comes yeah. from the ancient Greek it's plastikos and it means another fact uh, capable of being shaped and moulded yes plasticity it's been in the English language in that sense since the 16th century Hmm, you don't say? Yeah, I do say. That'll be from around the, the 1700s onwards. <laughs> is exactly right. If my right. mathematics isn't very much uh, mistaken. I don't think it is mistaken on this I don't occasion. think it is at all. No. But for me, there's also the, the, the idea of plastic, uh, of something of artifice, something of something insubstantial, something lightweight, something disposable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But these are all qualities I love in most of my, certainly most of my popular culture, John, if not my shoes. And your choice of friends. And indeed, my choice yeah. of friends. And you're the most malleable of all my chums. I am basically plastic play- in my I'm hands. Play-Doh, basically. <laughs> you, you could bend me shit. I'm Morph. We should actually put up a picture of us as Morph and Chaz. Uh, yeah, if you haven't seen it, it's a picture of John and I as Morph and Chaz. If you haven't seen it, it's disgusting <laughs> and disturbing. It's exactly what we're saying it is. Don't have nightmares and keep them peeled. I mean, imagine their faces are superimposed with our own lovely fizzogs. <laughs> I've got that same face in every photo and I look as if I've had a stroke yeah. it's hideous it's your stroke face well yeah or your faces we like to call it affectionately yeah have another drink John it'll be okay okay so I think we're, we're, we're going to talk a bit about uh, the phenomenon that is plastic and how it gave rise not, not only did it revolutionise the way we live our lives but it changed the way we see culture I would I say think so, yeah. the way we consume culture the way we eat I'm not saying we eat plastic these days that would be crazy but uh, we use it practically everything I'm looking around this room and I see a lot of plastic. 
<laughs> I'm not just talking about your terrible record collection. He's not talking about show business in general. I'm really not. Um, I Going back to what you were saying though about eating plastic, I do have a fact. Now, I know you don't like my facts. But it, does, it does relate to that. Get away. You know, it does. Right. You know when you're eating, there is a particular kind of plastic um, called... And I don't know how I'm going to pronounce this, but bear with me. It well, is Greek. Use words in English. Um, well, it's not English. It's Greek. It's Greek. Fell at the you first buffoon. Hurdle. Fell at the first hurdle. Um, Thalathakath. No, hang on. Thalakath. Um, it's a common toxin found in plastics that hold food, and it's known to shrink newborn an unborn baby's penis if consumed during pregnancy. Uh-huh. So well, what's it called again? It's called Thalakis, I think, or Thalakas. Also a Klingon greeting, I believe. Yeah, well, yeah, I was doing something strange with my fingers. <laughs> but then I always am. Um, yeah, that's worrying that I managed to find that out. Yeah, it's also worrying how we find it out in general. Uh, how, how, how did the first... Is there a government health warning? Don't consume one of these while it's pregnant. You're pregnant, your baby will have no cock. Eating while pregnant. Yeah. Give your baby a smaller than expected wiener. And I, ba- I, I have seen babies' wieners. Not... Like in a professional capacity, just in an unprofessional it. capacity. Let's let's move that on. <laughs> let's move on from this area. Moving very quickly. Nobody gets glug glug more wine. <laughs> Seem to. So I was in this crib, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's where the magic happens. Plastic happens. Let's so, move out of this area. Well, plastic, plastic. Yeah, I'm furiously. I'm, I'm yeah, swiftly, yeah, yeah. Uh, All I'm saying is they've got nothing to start with. They've got a little <laughs> button down there. So, you know. You're going to come out with a, a negative penis. Yeah, the last thing... Uh, it's basically a hole. <laughs> it's Fr- a, frankly, it's I, find a small your penis, dent. I find your penis very negative. <laughs> it's, it's, it's bringing nothing to the table. Um, but to get back to the, 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 the origin of the word plastic, yep. like so many of our favourite uh, words that, you know... Um, that we have. That we have, scientifically related. Greek. Yeah. Delightful Greek. Do you know how I can tell the difference between Greek and Latin words? Got it. A lot, a lot of Greek words end in ek yeah. and os. Yeah. Latin words end in um and om. You are on fire today with your facts. Sometimes us. Yeah, and us. Auditoria. We all end in in Latin. We all end in Latin. Yes. Yeah, it's, the, it's the final the final conceit. Yeah. Latin. Anus. That's that's one. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you had to go straight. F- fabulous. Yeah. That's, I, that's I think we did bring up that one. Yeah. Uh, so, plastic. Um, tell us uh, a little bit more about why we were, we're, we're talking about plastic today, John. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, well, we were. No, how did it come up? How did it come up? I can't. Well, we wanted a sort of general umbrella, a plastic umbrella, plastic if you will, of, of things we could talk about. But basically, I think what we wanted to talk about was the ill advised 1990s uh, indie pop uh, phenomena uh-huh. that was Romo. Indeed. Do you remember Romo? Joe, uh, do you do want I... to explain to the ladies and gentlemen, the boys and do girls? Do I remember Romo? Like the first time. Feels like. The first time, it was like making love. I remember, I remember waking up uh, one morning buying my Melody Maker, which I did buy. Yeah, preferred it to the enemy back in the day. We all did. Uh, o- opening the page to see uh, made up. Uh, what can only be described as uh, made up glittering buffoons uh, holding poses, sucking cheeks, like a Simon Le Bon bad cheese dream. Mm. Uh, this was a serious article written by, I believe, Everett True. No, it would be written by Simon Price. By Simon Price. And or Taylor Parks. And or Taylor Parks. Sorry, Everett True, if you're listening. He did get in on it, though. Did briefly. he? Yeah, he got into Romo for about a week and then moved yeah. away again when he thought it was going to happen. These are all kind of uh, scribes, musical journalists at the time who we kind of respected. 
Candlelights had led, led the way, championed a lot of good music. I still love you guys. Call me. Yeah, guys, if you're listening, call him. Yeah, call me. Speak uh, up. But I woke up to, 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 have, to be informed that Romo was the new musical happening. Mm-hmm. And I better get on that glittering plane. Otherwise, I'd be left behind. So then I decided to read a little bit more into it. I actually read the article. Oh my God. Bands with names like Orlando. Yeah. Plastic Fantastic. Yeah. There were others. Uh, Sexus. <laughs> I remember Sexus. Viva. Viva, you've got the whole... Oh, Dex, Viva. Dex Dexter. Dex Dexter. Dex Dexter, <laughs> were, Dex Dexter were probably my least favourites of, 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 of those kind of... Uh, are they named after a character of uh, the, the Colbys? Is that what Dex Dexter comes from? It was a Dexter Dexter, wasn't it? I think there was, no, there's a Dexter in it. Damn you, Dex, Dex. Dexter. Damn you, Dex. Was that a Falcon Crest? Uh, possibly. It's one of those big American songs. Falcon Crest was, was about a, a, a family that was big in plastics. Right. No, it was wine. Oh, well, okay. But, but how, Easy mistake to make. Yeah, but how did they uh, get that wine shipped to the public? Vis a vis some kind of plastic containment. Receptacle. See, it all makes sense now. It's all, it's all coming together. They're all being linked. They weren't fools. And just throw it together, Dex Dexter. They knew what they were doing. Do you know what I resented about Robo? Because like, I, I, I have... Everything. <laughs> apart from the music, the look, the fact we were being told to like it. I resented the fact that they were claiming a fairly recent phenomenon, which, bearing in mind, you, you, they were uh, inspired by the new romantic movement, which had only wrapped up about 15 well, years previously. Now, you say that, they would claim otherwise. But it was cl- that's clearly bullshit. I, I've done a small amount of research. I, Go mean, on. I know you hate that I do this. I but, love your research. But I do research. It's the backbone that Eliza Sharabank the trundle forward. <laughs> I am the, the sturdy axle. Yeah, that was your nickname. Yeah, it was actually. And they called me the lintel. Just hanging around over a doorway. Yeah, waiting for yeah. Barbara Streisand to uh, appear. That's uh, lentil. That's yentil. No, yentil. Yeah. Lentil, that's one... just a bean. That's Neil from the young ones. <laughs> it's a pulse. We've gone down an alleyway. Speaking ad- of Pulse. We've gone down an alleyway now. Speaking of Pulse, let's get our finger back on that Pulse right. we're talking about. I remote. was watching, because um, there was a, remember a programme called The Sunday Show? Uh, where yeah. Katie Puckrick was one of the presenters. Was it kind of review? Yeah, with comedy. Highbrow review? Uh, no, 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 it's like a Sunday oh, thing, like lunchtime. Oh, it was a lame attempt to, yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. revive satire yet again. Anyway, it was around the same time as Romo came out, and they took their cameras down to um, Club Skinny, I guess it was. Of course it, it was Club Skinny. Uh, in the Laurel Tree. Um, uh, to check out the new... Uh, new uh, new romantic scene that was happening in Camden ah uh, not the romantic Romo no but that's the thing that, the whole point was they'd gone down there with this notion that all they were doing was dressing up as Adam the Ants or yeah. Spandau Ballet and the notion behind Romo was it was coming out of David Bowie it was coming out of Roxy music yeah. it was coming out of that original sort of glam scene so they went down and were doing sort of funny dancing and wearing rah-rah skirts and interviewing people who frankly were credulous idiots I mean all of them go Aah! Um, but also it didn't help there because they basically said why are you bringing back new romanticism they're all going we're not this has nothing to do with new romanticism we don't want to do this they said with uh, makeup yeah. thickly kind of slathered okay, on their eyes went, <laughs> but aren't you playing Duran Duran right now in the background and no we're went, not and they went <laughs> and then they cut to Mark Almond who's in the club <laughs> no he's not that's not Mark Almond's that's, uh, I, I my am dad. actually Mark Owen. No, you're not. That's my dad. Shut up. Back to your heart, Shulmond. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But, I mean, it's embarrassing for everybody concerned because Puckrit went down there with her 80s agenda and they were there going, we're not from the 80s. 
We're from the previous decade. That makes it very different. But we're futurists. We're fu- we're looking we're looking at the we're we're looking at tomorrow's world from the vantage point of the early eighties. Okay. But you don't you know see you you're quite keen on a, a retro futurist. You like that. Hey, who, who Roxy Music are your heroes. I just like the idea of plastic built up boots. Yeah. And jetpacks to work. And a bit of baker foil. Yeah. Baker foil. Baker light. Baker light is pl- a plastic. It is it? a plastic. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, one of the popular plastics. Uh, but John, you, you were quite, uh, you know, I wouldn't say you were immersed in the scene, but you did certainly touch the periphery of the scene, did you not? Well, not really, but um, I'll tell you what, I have a sliding doors moment, right? Because there was a band from Brighton called Plastic Fantastic. Terrible name. Um, you can actually listen to uh, their recorded output on uh, social media, YouTubes, that sort of thing. It's very, very funny. It's funny you should say that, but um, which I'll get back to later, but carry on. It's very, very funny, because I've got this song, they called it uh, uh, Plastic uh, Number 5. Plastic, fantastic Pla- Number 5. Plastic, was it Fantastic Number 5? Fantastic right. Number 5. Yeah. I have a copy and of a review a, of it here. It's a combination of two Brian Eno songs from his first album. Um, it's uh, Driving, I think Driving Me Backwards is one of them, and... and Needle in the Cow's Eye is the other one. It's lit- literally ludicrous. The opening line is, Dad is insane. Mummy's quite mad too. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You know, that, that tells you exactly what you need. It is quite interesting. There's two or three of their songs out there and they are trying something. It's not very good. I remember they were on a free cassette. I got a free cassette with that song on it. Guess what it's called, that free cassette? Remind me. Fiddling While Romo Burned. Yes! <laughs> And then they did a tour called a package tour. package tour. A beans on toast package tour. Orlando, Plastic Fantastic, Dex Dexter, and I think Viva. It's like, it's like, it's like those tours of the sixties where you had Scott Walker, yeah. Shirley Bassey, uh, it's like that, Engelbert Humperdinck. But not like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was like you know the monkeys, Jimi Hendrix, not as talking about yeah. exactly. So uh, I, I dug, dug, dug up this old. Um, interview with Plastic Fantastic yeah. in the Melody Maker the Melody Maker were desperate to create a scene mm-hmm. I guess the editor went what should we do before the days of internet let's create our own music scene and then laugh quietly when people sign up for this music scene Yeah. so they sent uh, one of their finest journalists David Bennon never uh, really uh, registered with me David Bennon I the think first he's still going. Yeah, still going and the opening of this you'll enjoy this you've witnessed the hype <laughs> in our own pages now read you've read the manifestos joined in the controversy or controversy I have difficulty saying it's, that. It's fine. Now, at last, you can hear the music. Plastic Fantastic released their sixth first single this week. Fantastic, number five. Right. Robo Skeptic, David Bennon. Uh-oh. Is it, that's pre-Partridge? What, Romo Skeptic? Romo Skeptic. I don't think he's riffing on the notion of a homo skeptic. I think he's just a that's skeptic an of Romo. Yeah, Romo, yeah. Romo Skeptic, David Bennon, was very taken with its early Roxy Eno histrionics. Ooh. So he sent them to meet the band and devised this little drama. A one-act playlet in six scenes. And he's written the interview like a play in six scenes. He sets the scene. And these are essentially four uh, middle-class uh, high school dropouts with too much makeup I on. I think there's five of them, isn't there? Can you see them there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll post a picture of them on, okay. on Facebook if you're very lucky. That's a good idea. So I'll just read it very quickly. Scene, a recording studio in West London. Gathered round a frosted glass table are the four members of Plastic Fantastic. The most preposterous, in the best sense, new band in Britain. Although far from the most ludicrous. Who was the most ludicrous? I don't know. Does he, does he not open up on that? <laughs> Orlando, possibly? Stuart the singer is coy. 
Venti. Fucking Venti. <laughs> Stuart the singer is coy and very deliberately loose. John, a future rival for Alex James in the bass playing sex symbol stakes, yeah. displays his long tubular hairless torso. A tubular hairless torso. In a clear vinyl shirt. His nostrils seem to have been designed for the inhalation of cocaine. Guitarist Conrad, Conrad's all capital letters, Conrad wears peroxide streaks in his hair and a serious expression on his face. Yeah. It's a Kerouac baby. Shadrick, devotee of analog keyboards, yeah. it's clearly more amused by the proceedings. With them sits a hack who looks frankly pretty nondescript amongst this glamorous crew. Amongst this gr- glamorous crew. <laughs> right, but I'll get back to my sliding doors moment then, Do shall you? I? Right. So this is this is the band where John of the Sliding Doors moment with. Uh, when I was a child, um, I didn't live in Basingstoke. I actually grew up in uh, a place called what? Port Slade near Hove. Um, and I went to school uh, with a boy called Shadrick Toop. The very same Shadrick Toop. The very same Shadrick. Who, who ended up in, in, with his brother Conrad, ended up in uh, Plastic Fantastic. It's and we had a large sort of group of friends and used to hang you around Shadrick together. You, Shadrick and Conrad. Now, if I hadn't been forcibly <laughs> John Shadrick Conrad, yeah, it sounds perfect, doesn't it? Those are the guys we're going to hang with. Yeah, presents. <laughs> if I hadn't been forcibly removed from that nurturing environment. Or removed. Or removed. I think, removed still, I think it still stands, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I could have been in Plastic Fantastic. As the preening frontman, with with the with the hairless tube tube like torso. Yeah, in those days I had a hairless tube like torso. I had uh, beautiful black hair. Yeah, and frankly, I would have dyed it. Should should like a, that happen? You sound like a sherbet fountain. Yeah, <laughs> it was gorgeous, and I would have been a fantastic. And were your nostrils made? And frankly, the lyrics would have been a bit better that time around. They were but shocking. alas, it was not to be. I moved to Basingstoke. I didn't form. Yeah. Uh, plastic fantastic with the guys and Romo the, the clutches of Romo you just managed to kind of I did exceed their grasp yeah it's a shame shame for Romo really but I've, I've listened back to some Romo I'd have made Romo sexual have you that's possibly the first time that's ever been said I think I think possibly yeah. since 1998 uh, I'd like to think I coined I, it <laughs> just when it became absolutely pointless to do so freshly minted yeah exactly <laughs> who wants this fresh no nobody you heard that. it here first kids nobody wants that John. who's just in on my blog take it away robosexual am I right I remember Orlando they, they, they all had a little affectation because they'd read about their heroes Roxy yeah. Boydall, and their and their literary references I don't believe any of these people actually read or actually understood the references hey Shadrick was a they bright boy they stole a bit and they borrowed a bit from here they were a little bit gay a little bit kind of outsider art a little bit of this a little bit of that Shadrick was a bright boy you, said, you tell me yeah 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 of course he was is that, is. Why, is that why the interview had to be done in six acts that's how long it takes to get to know him six acts yeah of appalling uh, six acts six <laughs> acts of, of, of guttural gesturing love there you go there you go uh, listeners you're listening to John Patrick Higgins who may have had to change his name for the purposes of Romo hmm but luckily didn't that's a good idea now what would I have called myself what would you have called yourself Hansel Tinsel obviously we've, we've, already... ne- we've never got to use that so I may as well use it now Hansel Tinsel Hansel Tinsel was also your glam name yeah exactly so, so I'm, I'm getting the parallel already yeah, yes. that, now you're seeing it you see yeah. I could have brought that forward of course not many of uh, the bands cited uh, Slade as an influence big mistake on their part I'm not should, uh, we should probably read that interview because I haven't read it um, I'll be interested to see what they say about what their influences are because yeah. they are not I mean, they're basically one album. Yeah. They're basically doing one album. Oh, completely, yeah. 
it's, um, it's not it, even it's Roxy. Of, it is Brian Eno's solo record. It's a sampler yeah. album. Uh, but the, it, the very fact that they invited comparisons with Romo by referencing the music, dressing like it, making the same reference, and then point blank denying that they were anything to do with New Romantic and skipping back a generation. The, the problem with them being uh, kind of associated with plastic as well is it gives plastic a bad name because that is genuinely execrable, disposable stuff on the whole. There's very few great musical visionaries that came out of that. It's always interesting that the people who cite uh, Boy and Roxy as their biggest influences often have very little to progress the agenda. Yeah. I think there's one major difference between the plasticity of plastic and the plasticity of Romo. It's that, you know, plastic will be around for a hundred million years. Romo. These bands. Dex Dexter. Wither Dex Dexter. Wither Dex Dexter. Although Orlando somewhere... were quite good, I think. I can't remember. There's Dick a... and Edwards is a funny man. He's all right. There's a song called Nature's Hated. One of them looked like uh, an inflatable Iggy Pop that had been semi-inflated. Yeah, I remember. and that's... that's oh, I forget his name. He's a nice bloke. Tim. Is Tim, he Dickon as well? Tim Chipping. Tim Chipping. Tim Chipping and uh, Dick and Edwards. You know what? It doesn't you surprise know what? me. They're nice blokes, It doesn't I surprise think. me. You, you know, hang around with a bunch of people or know a bunch of people called Shadrick, Tim... Uh, but no, this is my sliding doors. Dickon, fucking Dickon. Everyone, everyone I know now is called Joe. You know, oh, li- oh, literally oh. everyone I know. Hold hard. There's not a Shadrick in the bunch. Hold hard. There's a, you only know four Joes at the minute, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's an exaggeration to say everyone you know is called Joe. Just most people you know are called. Yeah, just Joe. most people. That's you know, and that's just the ladies. I resemble that remark, uh. John. Um, anyway, let's move it on, shall we? Uh, I would say that I've got one one of the best things about this. Uh, they all went on the F- Ro- Romo fiddling or f- fiddling while Romo burns tour. Simon Price immediately declared the scene dead after they finished the tour. Um, it had its own momentum, so it carried on going for another year. Club Skinny then did an anniversary, one year anniversary gig. Guess who was headlining? Uh, Plastic Fantastic. You'd think that, wouldn't you? Or Orlando, or yeah. Viva, or Minty, or yeah. any of those bands. No, it was Crush who were a band comprised of Janie Hoy and Donna Air out of Biker Grove. <laughs> I remember Crush. <laughs> the, the lady, PJ and Duncan. I remember my first crush. You know, I think... Donna that's Air. That's right. She, she, she said something, tried to do something of a glam makeover. Yeah. While, while, while we're talking, I just remember the song Viva had that was fucking appalling. Every, <laughs> every single note of it is in my head. It was, now that I found you, I won't let you go. And it sounds like a really bad ABC B-side. Because they, they did a lot of them. They, they, they all picked their favorite new romantic. Yeah, I think that's what they did. They really cherry picked. One, one went Human League. One, one went ABC. Yeah. Uh, Plastic Fantastic. I think we're Duran Durani more than anything, maybe. But Viva had a song with the worst tinny sense you've ever heard, and the singer goes, "If I may do it a bit, because it's just in my head." Yeah, it's just working. go, go. Now that I found you, I won't let you go. Now that I found you, no, no, no. Thank you very that, much. That's very good. If you imagine a rattling analog synth behind that. We should move on. I but like I have triangle. one final plastic fantastic. Yeah, please, if, the further we get away from my singing, the better. I liked your singing. It was lovely. It's very good. Joe's singing corner. Well, that'll never catch on. All right, fair enough. We will actually get our first letter. <laughs> a plastic fantastic gig ended in a brawl at Dingwall's. <laughs> Sorry. When someone threw a hat on stage. <laughs> you coughed over the, the line. Sorry, sorry. My consumption always gets in the way of the best ones. You take your tiny hand and sod off with it. What's this? Coughing blood everywhere. Someone threw a hat on stage. Someone threw a hat on stage. They'd had enough, or maybe they wanted more. 
What's, I don't even know it's that a coded reference your hair shit I think it's more a case of rumour was excessive any asshole could have thrown their hat on stage and had, and had a go you're putting your hat in the ring yeah, yeah basically. the fact that people who turned up all had hats is quite telling <laughs> it's only three hats um, I love right. the fact that it troubled on a year after it kind of had officially expired no, no, nobody told Romo yeah, nobody told Dex Dexter it's, it's out of guys, control guys guys uh, bad news uh, the scene's dead what but we're in the middle of <laughs> <laughs> the, the hubris of Simon Price like Valmont going it's beyond my control there it's beyond th- my control <laughs> there, there, there are two things we know in this life the generosity of Steve Coogan and the hubris of Simon Price Simon if you're ringing yeah yeah if you're ringing in yeah. Simon yeah, I yeah. hated the Manny Street Preachers I've got so yeah I've got your copy of the Holy Bible Simon and yes I have defaced it oh well, if I think that's just a bit mean yeah, I didn't mean to. Okay, it was an accident, but still, yeah, in your face. Simon Price still DJs in Britain. Do you know that bit at the end of the film where they go war- tell t- tells where all the characters are yeah. now? Simon still DJs in Brighton, hoping for the Great Manics revival. Still wearing eyeliner, I believe. They never went away. Okay, I think it's time for another fact. So I'll go with this one. Every year, more than 6,000 Americans are treated in the hospital for injuries incurred from attempts to open plastic packing. Oh, those crazy yanks! Those yanks up to it again. Uh, but the thing is, there's so many of them. That's like Americans. That's hardly any. It's a drop in the ocean. It really is. It really is. You know, I mean, not not like the, the amount of plastic that's been dropped in the ocean. Ooh, that's very good, Joe. Yeah. Touchy subject there. Well, yeah, it's uh, it's a problem. But what are we doing to the planet? We're destroying it, aren't we? That's what we're doing. We're really doing that now. Crazy fools! We're doing it to ourselves. Well, we're not doing it, Joe. We're I mean, we, we, frankly, as, my fucking... we as common man, we as the collective. Oh, I'm I taking, see. I'm taking I have, uh, I have to personalise your universalisation then. Unless I can see myself in it, I can't empathise. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Is that the definition of sociopathy? Um, so. Certainly a, a, a terrifying narcissistic personality. Fortunately, yeah. I also have massive humility, which kind of gets me through those difficult patches. Okay, I'm looking forward to seeing some. Massive humility? Yeah. <laughs> he, I mean, was, he was 51 minutes late today. Barnstormed in, didn't the punch? Excuse me, yeah. He uh, accused me of pedantry. John, pedantic as ever. It was actually 49 minutes or 50. I, I said 50. No, I said 50. You said it's 51. Yeah, I was pre-empt- Get it right, prick. Well, I was preempting your pedantry. You don't <laughs> you obviously. I didn't get everything. a chance to be pedant. Well, yeah, I thought I'd get in there first, yeah, as yeah, usual. Yeah, as usual. Strike while the iron's hot, that's what I think. Okay. Um, should we do a poem? Do you mean John's Poetry Corner? Do the song. Okay, okay. Uh-huh, yeah. Do okay. the song. You caught me on a where's there? Yeah, well, you're having a slurp. No, that's a different song. Hang on. I'll join it. John's Poetry <laughs> Corner. Slightly off key there, one of us. I think that was okay. Was it? Yeah, I think you know, I've got pretty good. It wasn't quite. The I could gig. have been plastic fantastic. I'm so good at singing. It wasn't so quite, that's how good you are. It wasn't yeah. quite the Gibb Brothers, but. Uh, well, there's only two of us. Let's do it one more well, time. There's only one of them now. God rest You had to go there. Paul the twins. Uh, Barry, if you're listening, sorry for your loss. Yeah, call this Barry. Actually, Do call us, I've right? got some ideas. Here, come room. back. Yeah, yeah. I've I've got some irons in the fire. You might be interested in, in hearing about them. Do you think he still lives in that castle on his own? Yeah. Because uh, every yes. video they ever did, you know, was set in the the yeah. BG's castle. It was always a misty morning. He was walking kind of nostalgically through it, looking a little bit, uh, you know, dewy eyed. Yeah. Should we try with John's Poetry Corner one more time? Okay, you this? let's do this. John's Poetry Corner. This song's slightly evolving every week. It's turning into... That was quite Bee Gees. Yeah. <laughs> I think... Oh, like a Bee Gees with his hand trapped in a corridor. Okay, John. 
Um, right, okay. So which port are we uh, turning to this week? We're, I'm afraid we're going with uh, Children's Laureate. Uh, I think he's still the Children's Laureate. He might not be. He certainly was at one, at one point. Uh, Michael Rosen, who oh. I know is very popular. Nothing wrong with that, yeah. He's, yeah he's he, he supposed to some popular Popular young man. Yeah. Um, okay, so this is called Plastic Bag Atterie. Plastic Bag Atterie? No, just... Plastic Bag Tree. I don't know what's going on like that. Okay. Okay, so uh, Plastic Bag Tree by Michael Rosen. The bags are ripe on the plastic bag tree. Bags as far as the eye can see. Apples and pears, peaches and plums. The fruit is ripe. It's fantastic. Lemon and limes, bunches of grapes. And old bags made of plastic. Shake the branches, gather the crop. It's time to take them down to the shop. <laughs> Don't laugh at Michael Rosen. <laughs> it's against the law. Yeah, I know. It's the, queen, the order of the Queen. <laughs> Fresh plastic bags on sale today. There's a choice of colour. Black or grey. Apples and pears, peaches and plums. The fruit is ripe, it's fantastic. Lemon and lime, bunches of grapes. And old bags made of plastic. There's plenty on the shelf. No need to panic. And next year's bags might be organic. The bags are ripe on the plastic bag tree. Bags as far as the eyes can see. Bags as far as the eyes can see. Bags of bags as I can see. Wow! There you go. That's uh, plastic no. battery by Michael Rosen. Now, no, mm. I, I have to say, uh, always been you know, an admirer of Michael Rosen. I, I quite enjoy his uh, his columns, mm -hmm. his, his kind of prose writing. That poem went on for way too long. Uh, he could have said all that a lot more succinctly. Kids, kids' attention span. Like he'll be wandering halfway through that, playing with some plastic, no doubt, defeating the purpose of the poem. Right, you see, Joseph, that is where you make your bloomer. Uh -huh. That is not a poem for children. That is a poem for Donald Trump. What? Yeah. Now the penny drops. Yeah, that, that explains the sophistication of the rhyming. Um, yeah, yeah, you can't go too hard and too fast. Day, grey. Yeah. Bag, flag. Flag. He'd have liked that. Uh, we should yeah. have stuck a flag in there. He'd have been well over it. That's a, that was actually for Trump. No, no, no. I just made that up. Because I was going to say, that's very clever. See, so by the very Purell nature of it, he's delivering a, a pointed barb in the direction of the, of the President of the United States. I think he should have thought of that when he was actually writing it, because my idea was very good. Michael, phone me. I've got so many good PR gags for you. It's going to be fantastic. He can spin the concept. I really can, the, I really can. The gold. I'm agile. He may be old. In the modern sense, but not in any... But he gold. Yeah. That kind of rhyming scansion. That's good. I like that. Uh, that um, well, that was John's Poetry Corner. Yeah, well, um, yeah. It is about plastic. I think he's lamenting uh, the future of the planet and <coughs> or the direction in which it's heading. And he's, le he's letting children know that uh, don't put plastic in trees. I think that's a no-brainer, isn't it? it? I think it is. You know, well, also, you know, but you'll find plastic in trees. There's plastic yeah. bags in trees or in the seeds. He yeah. should pretty open that up to you're the rhyming, You're rhyming But again. actually, you know, <laughs> when he starts talking about right at the end there... Yeah. As far as the eye can see, bags of bags, as I can see 
is he not implying the C well, as did well? He, did he just round C with C? Yeah, but I oh, think no, that's that's he, that's he's repeating. It's not. It's not. It's not. Oh, bad. that's the start of the next line. No, 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 no. It's it's there from to repeatedly say the word C and C. Oh, it becomes some kind of like the music factory mantric incantation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like uh, something that Sinead like Oldfield might have think he would do mantric incantations. Sinead Morrissey would do that. She'd stand there with her eyes closed and her arms wide, going da 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 da. Yeah, like an incantation. Yeah, like she does. Like, giving yourself up to the sun or whatever star happens to be in the sky at that moment in time son of a preacher man son of a preacher man yeah, yeah. why not Lenny Bennett he's a star he was a star stop, stop bringing Lenny Bennett into everything help. Lenny Bennett brings himself into Lenny, Lenny Bennett. Bennett brings himself into everything he's gonna lucky ladder of course uh, that, that poem warns of the of the, <laughs> of the catastrophic nature of our of our use of plastic and our overproduction of plastic but on the way in here yeah. a friend of mine literally turned to me and said Joe oh I've got a plastic story for you go on so I listened I said, okay, Hitty, I'll listen to your plastic story. Sorry, what was the name? Hitty. Oh, it's Hitty. You know Hitty. So, uh, she was telling me, uh, she was in Copenhagen recently. I hear it's wonderful and wonderful. I hear, I hear it's, it's a gorgeous place what? to go for a, a city break. So, she was in Copenhagen, or Hagen. I'll say Hagen, because I believe Scott Walker sang it thusly. Copenhagen. Uh, you're, you're the one. Yeah. Make me feel I've got no bum. I think it's Copenhagen, you're my friend, gonna make me child again. That's exactly what yeah. I sang. I don't know what your problem is. Okay, um, fine. Moving on. So, uh, while she was there on business, uh, a scallywag, I think, made off with her wallet or, or purse. Was it a scally bag? No, it was definitely a scallywag. Okay, let's keep uh, it. So, she basically she lost, she lost her purse, she lost her monies. More importantly, she lost her cards. Ah. So, on return to the hotel lobby, she said, I've lost my wallet. I'm very distressed. I have no money. Uh, and I'm not impressed. She was rhyming. <laughs> she, took, she walked through Copenhagen signing off rhyming couplets. And the guy behind the counter, not the counter, the lobby said, not a problem. I've taken your, the details of your credit card. Yeah. I can forward you money on the strength of that. So thanks to the plastic, Katie said, she managed to continue to have her stay, a fairly pleasant stay in Copenhagen. Went home again two days later and got her cards back. So there you go. A tale of how plastic can be our friend. A heartwarming tale. That is heartwarming. And Hitty's uh, from Finland, so that story definitely did have a strong finish. Wow. Okay. That's actually true. Oh, yeah, but now, now <laughs> nobody believes that story. It looks, it's like you were leading up to that awful part. I month. swear to Christ I wasn't. Isn't that, well, it, just it, it seemed incredibly plausible it, up until that moment. Hitty is from Finland, I'll have you know, and she's married to a guy who was born in Zambia. True. Hady Hollywood. Not a fictional character. Real I person. know, I know. Um, Barry, we know a bloke called Barry Hollywood. Barry Hi, Hollywood. Barry. Um, sound man to the stars. He's a very sound man. And it's Hollywood, Hollywood with two L's. Yeah, none of your rubbish. If you're from around these parts, you'll know the significance of that. Mm. If you're not, doesn't matter. <laughs> really, isn't an issue. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what do you think about the, the plasticity of the, of our podcast? Do, do you think what we do is throwaway, disposable? I think it's certainly malleable. Or do you think it's it's it's. it's I'm trying very hard to hammer it into some sort of shape, but it's no, it's all over the place. It's kind of like that stuff you make from milk. It's like a plastic, plastic bag. Yeah, just to be plastic that you can't drink. Is there any hope for the planet, Joe? Well, I'll tell you why there is because in the Amazon forest, uh-huh. there is a fungus that can feed on plastic. Um, it might be able to deal with bioremediation somewhere down the line. That's our hope. Our hope lies with the mushrooms, as it ever did. Bioremediation, yeah. Yeah. 
Are you telling me that the Earth's champignons are going to be mushrooms? Mm. I don't know whether you'd be able to eat a, a mushroom that thrived on plastic. Would you want to? I think just let them get on with the plastic eating thing. Yeah, just deal with that. I'm not sure I'd want to get into, enter that food chain myself. Point them, point them at a landfill. Go fill your off, boots. Off just go fill yeah. your mushroomy boots. Or your filaments. I don't know what you have there. Fill your mints. Mushrooms are strange things. They're, they're not, odd. They're not plants. No. They're not quite animals. No, no. They're, they're sort of in the middle. It's weird. They're, they're, they're kind of like um, fat people. I'll tell you a thing I've noticed recently. <laughs> this has very little to do with what we're talking about. Yeah. But um, the oceans now, have you seen this? Are teeming with um, octopi or octopuses. Both are, both are correct. Uh, and now, because of this strange weather we've been having, because there's no climate change, you'd be a fool and a communist to suggest there was. Um, mushrooms are huge everywhere now. And in fact, if you go into my garden now, full of mushrooms. Are you saying your garden is, a, is is directly affected by global warming? I think so. I think your everyone's garden is. Like, garden is. It's an epicenter of... Uh... No, once... Unusually, I'm not making this about uh-huh. me. I'm just using that as an example. Yeah. But I also went up into Stormont the other day and it's full of mushrooms. Is that because... That's it... not even political commentary. It's actu- a- a- accurate. No, but it doubles as satire. Yeah. If you're listening, BBC... We are, we are available. We are available. Some more than others... Um, we'll leave that hanging in the air for a um, while. Like a bad stink, like I, a smell. I, yeah, I, I, I do agree. It is there is incontrovertible evidence that we are experiencing some kind of warming phenomenon in the planet. But at the same time, it is something like a phenomenon. Something like a phenomenon. Yeah. At the, at the same time, uh, we're always doing things like that as a species. Have you have you noticed how, how how much of this there is now? And uh, back in the day there wasn't, or back in the day there was something. For example, it could be we used to all be able to leave our back doors open. And now you can't. I used to go. I remember when all this was failed. Oh, hang on, you still can't. Or I remember whenever. Well, you can't at, at your own liberty and peril. Yeah, exactly. Um, what people forget is that nobody had anything worth nicking in the past. It was there was bog all except for there a tin, maybe, all. maybe a tin bath. And people used to spend beef. the entire time cleaning their front steps because they had shit all else to do. Yet now you've got a fucking Xbox. Game boys. You've got plasma television. That's yeah. worth having. Yeah. No one's going to nick all made your of, front step. All made of plastic. Yeah. I think exactly. you'll find. Um, Have we, or do we consume too much plastic? Do you think it's right? I don't Can't consume any plastic. I leave that to mushrooms. Yeah, okay. Even enough. though I'm a fun guy, come on, I had to do it, Joe. Uh, I had to do it. Oh, don't look at me like that. Uh, I can't stand up when you look at me like that, or in any other way. Sadly and yellowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do we? Obviously, we do. Yeah. But is it, every it, piece of plastic that we've ever made in the world is still existing in the world. It's not gone anywhere. And how long does it, it take to, to, to degrade? Right, it naturally? takes anywhere between uh, 100,000 years to 700 years. So we've been producing plastics in the modern sense for about 150 years. So, so we've got 500 years to go before so, the first uh, one disappears. So, so the early batch is like uh, yeah. about 500 odd years to go, 500 years. And it will be dead by then anyway, so it, make it won't make a it's difference. It's moot. But well, it's, 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 it's good to know that... Uh, 550 years from now Victorian plastic will finally perish and <laughs> meet its end Alan Moore probably worth writing a book about he'd do it and it would be totally the, would. the size of a house it, it kind of draws all the threads oh, that been talking oh. about. they didn't have plastic in Northamptonshire if, no, yeah. you know then uh, and also you can't make those wooden goggles and cyber clogs with, with plastic you know <laughs> I like a cyber clog. I like that if you get a cyber clog. Yeah. It's what the cyber controller wears like on his days off. Like a jet clog. <laughs> um, One day we will all have jet clogs. Shall we talk <laughs> about plugging stuff, Joe? Because I think uh, you have stuff to plug and we have stuff to plug. Would 
either of both those things be sufficiently um, self-promoting? Well, I think so, because we are going to be doing another disco night. Oh, we are, John, we are. Yeah. Could you Can remember just... the, the time that we're doing it? Because uh, I've forgotten the date completely. It's the 12th of October. Is it the 12th of October? It'll be in the American Bar. We'll be doing the American Bar. The theme will be plastics. It will be. I have been lovingly compiling a set list. Do you know what? Two of the songs, yeah. this is strange, but true. Yeah. Two of the songs in that set list are called Fake ID. Interesting. That's actually true. And I didn't go about that by thinking this would be a fantastic seek to a plug wow. for Joe in the well, show. But I'm, it's true, they're in there. Mackle, Macklethorpe? Yeah. Hip hop guy? Uh huh. Oh, yeah, Macklethorpe. MC, MC Oldthorpe. Radio Fans. I forget. He, he, you know, uh, from, from well, Sheffield John, or something. Fake ID, blow me sideways. Uh, that also happens to be the name of a show I'm putting on in the comedy festival. Well, yeah, that was the point of that seek. I, I didn't even. <laughs> As the luck would have it, you know. that's incredible. I mean, there's two songs called Fake ID. Yeah, there are. One's German, it's by a band called Fleur. That would be perfect for my show. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I'm having a show on, uh, not less than a week before our musical extravaganza on plastic, in, in the Framework Art Gallery on the 6th and 7th of October, and it's called, by total coincidence, Fake ID. Now, tell me about it, Joe. Um, why are you having a talk in an art gallery? I'm glad Are you, you asked framing me yourself as an artist uh, in, in a gallery called Framework? Can I be any more literal about yeah, what I know, I'm really? Doing? I mean, you, that's a bit on the nose for my yeah, life. Yeah, well, you know me. I, I'm a great pioneer of these things. I, I, I just like putting on interesting uh, happenings and matching them with unlikely spaces. And also, Framework were very kind and gave me it at a very good rate. So, oh, uh, well, there you go. That's what it. No, means. the comedy festival told me I could use it. And also, there is a there is a visual element to my show. I don't want to give too much away. But we can utilise the, the space as a gallery as well as a, as a, an audience. Well, uh, I mean, it's a one-man show, isn't it? It's a one-man show. Starring you. Starring me, I yeah. suppose you could call that, in a very loose way, a visual element. Uh, but you're saying there's something more. If you screw your eyes up uh, and look at me, then in some lights I still, look like, Jimmy Mystery. I still look like Jimmy Mystery. Uh, popular 90s. <laughs> Do you? I'm a Asian actor. Yeah. You really have to screw your eyes up, though. <laughs> strictly come dancing fan, are you? Or you'll think Phil Oakey's lost it a bit, hasn't he? Uh, but that's not why I'm uh, talking about that. I'm just uh, doing a cheap plug for my comedy festival show, which I understand you're coming to, John, are you? I shall be there, front and centre. No, not that near. I'll be at the back. Yeah. Staring, unblinking. Yeah. Going. Hands on knees, going, grimacing maybe? Yeah. yeah like just it. grinding my teeth till sparks come. Oh, Ronald not the, Russell. Not, not the well, band. That's no. how you invoke them. Uh, that's how you do it. Time yeah. to invoke sparks. <laughs> I sit through bad theatre until they turn off and take me home. Another red hole album about it. Um, it won't be bad theatre, of course. Though it'll be very good. He's actually quite funny when he tries. When one puts one's mind. Yeah, to when it. he actually sits yeah. down and thinks about something, which I'm assured he'll do. Yes, and I and I, and I would like to say it, it's, it's not even a gratuitous plug because I just want to make fake IDs, but with plastic laminates. Yep. so I think that's justified no I think that's you've done brilliantly strong. there yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can see by that's, your face that's too. Really, that's really every fibre of your being is agreeing with yeah, me right absolutely. now absolutely should we talk about Doctor Who Joe let's talk about Doctor Who because if we're going to talk about plastic uh, uh, as a pair of Whovians as I believe that's uh, what they're, they're known as it's tragic it would it? be remiss of us not to talk about plastic without mentioning that sentient plastic of evil the nesting consciousness the nesting consciousness now you say he is a sentient evil. I guess that's probably true. You're giving him a gender. What's his agenda? Well, to conquer the what's, earth, what's of his, course. What's his gender agenda? 
Well, I, I, I remember you're right. Said, no, you're right. I did. No, you're you're right to call uh, me up on it. You went straight to he. No, I did, didn't I? It's it's in the nesting world. It's it's, it's them, not, isn't it's it? It's Adam and Eve, not yeah. Adam and Steve. Um, I apologise. <laughs> I apologise for impo- imposing gender on yeah. the nesting consciousness. Yeah. Uh, I the should never strikes again. Exactly. And the unlikely hey. White men, we're still here. We or haven't got away, you no. know. <laughs> We've, oh. we've learned how to record our voices aren't, we, aren't we awful so to get to get back to the genderless nesting consciousness well it might have a gender it's just never addressed so let's not go there and impose one on it can I repeat the joke that their agenda is to take over the world if you want oh, just don't now, okay. it's, now it's the third time you'll be doing that can I are you fourth time for luck are you that <laughs> invested in this joke that will do no I think I've, I, I think I'm spent as far as that's so concerned. Joe um, do you think they've got no I won't do so you were watching uh, some uh, second generation who I suppose you'd call it New Who New Who New Who in fact the, the very first New Who which was about that very thing it is yeah that very ge- thing that very genderless malevolent plastic well you know I could have gone back and because it's on YouTube and I don't own it but it's on YouTube I could have yeah. watched Terror of the Autons uh, to non Whovians, and that's probably all of you um, Autons were basically uh, uh, like dummies shop window dummies that come to life and for some reason have but, guns in their hands. Yeah, let, let's not get bogged down in that. In the entire um, kind of, uh, but what basically what's happening is they re- they really are uh, shop dummies who have been magicked into life by the nesting consciousness, which is an alien from another planet. Yeah. Um, and that's what happens in the first ever New Who Rose, where we introduced to uh, Christopher Eccleston's Doctor and Rose Tyler, played by uh, Billy Piper. Um, we see this again. This, this it comes to earth again. We see shop dummies come to life, guns in their hands, yeah, and killing Paul Mark Benton Poor with, Mark with his sad face. Um, it was a metaphor, a metaphor for his career at that stage. I would say. Hey, he still so gets work. It. He's doing well. Oh, he's he's busy. He's busy. He but is I think busy. He's Does he sleep well at night? He's plugging away. Yeah, he sleeps very well on well, a big pile of cash. Those building society adverts must come in very exactly. handy. He doesn't do badly, um, but. Why are we talking about this? Uh, Just because it's got plastic. In it. plastic but, you actually, but you actually went back and watched it. Also features a burping Willie Bin. Yeah. Uh, one of their finest hours. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one of the one of the characters, Mickey, who you won't know, um, <laughs> is eaten by a bin yeah. that burps after it eats him. Yeah. But he's not dead after that. He's just fine. He's just he's just in the bin. No, he's not even in the bin. I don't know what happens to him. Because uh, it's somehow transported. I mean, it's 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 malevolent plastic, but it doesn't have a digestive tract, so I, I, he's basically okay. Now I did watch it just because it's got plastic in it. It has a terrible uh, speech by Christopher Eccleston introducing his doctor. Yeah, it? I know, I know. It's amazing because uh, Billy Piper is there going, "Why are you so great? Why do you think you're so brilliant?" And he goes, "Hey, you know that thing when they tell you that." Uh, the Earth's moving through space at a thousand miles an hour. Well, I can feel it. And he's, he's saying this as if, right, that's a cool thing. Yeah, yeah. But why is that a cool thing? Yeah, is he also, just suffering from endless yeah. motion sickness the it, entire time? It, it, it's, like a, yeah. it's like a seal on top of a ball trying not to fall off. Just holding on. Yeah, trying, just going, fuck you now. I'm, also, dealing, I'm dealing with a situation here. Yeah, well, I'm working on a ball here that's going a thousand miles an hour. Also, it's kind of bragging about a thing that you can do that the species can't do. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it, it's a... It's, uh, it's the it's actually it's actually quite condescending, frankly. Is that the same episode where it's uh, like saying like you're, you're, go, you're trying to get someone to go on a date with you, and yeah. you go, "Why should I go on a date with you?" And I can roll a penny over the top of my knuckles and back again. Uh, yeah. I I, I'm not the, convinced. 
I can feel the blood being drained of oxygen as it pumps through my heart and comes out again through my aorta. Yes. <laughs> I, can, I can feel my every. I can feel my lungs filling with air. There I'm you go. There's it. one. It's like, it's, There's another one. It's like marveling at your involuntary respiration. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it, it's ludicrous. You know. Uh, is it also the same episode where he talks about planets having an Earth? Yeah, that's right. Oh my god. That, yes. joke, that joke gets done twice. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, it was. It was so good. It was so good. You do it twice. It's another way. That's what I did with it, though. I went all the way through it, thinking I, I've got to watch this because it's about plastic. But really, what I did was I went through it and had a, a and laughed yeah. at Davis's fucking run Russell the Davis Russell the Davis his credits single handedly brought back Doctor Who for uh, which we're, we're kind of grateful no um, but I, went, I read his the, the writer's tale recently yeah. have you read that book no I haven't right Russell T Davis documented I think the third series he did okay over a year back and forth with a guy called Mark who worked for Doctor Who not Gatiss not, <laughs> not Gatiss no um, that romance that bromance came later um, and what I mainly gleaned from reading this book was A, he's making it all up as he goes along and B, I really don't like Russell Davis at the end of this. I think it's completely the opposite of what he was going His for. His attempt is to try to make himself seem like yeah. a little sympathetic. All this sort of going, oh, I'm so depressed all the time and oh, you really want to try really hard. Um, yeah. But he just comes across, across as a total blast. The best thing about him not making it up as he, as he goes along is that was so obvious from all the stupid things he crew about in the shows. And then later on in the series, his he, terrible music taste yeah. is all over it. But the callbacks to stuff he just made up, like the Shadow Proclamation, kept yeah, yeah, popping yeah. back. He literally made that up on the toilets. I should yeah. imagine you don't need the Shadow. Yeah, it's it's happening. It's like all the, the bits <laughs> he just goes. Oh, and the Mister <sighs> Copper Foundation. That's going to be the in never there. was and king. The, the, the could be Charles. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it could be Charles. Well, he's not turned up. No, he could be. Moffat. No, he shoved him under the carpet. No. There's he, a wonderful, there's a wonderful bit in the first, first, uh, first ever episode of, of, the, of New Hope. <laughs> could be Charles. Where Eggleston's standing on scaffolding, shouting at an imaginary blob, going, "But you were signatories of the Shadow Proclamation, or, or some bullshit like that." Yeah. And you can see, but then Eggleston, Eggleston's going. I might have made a mistake setting yeah. up for this show. I'm out of here. This is not good for my <laughs> career. This. Stop this, Robbie. What am I doing? But you were signatories of the Shadow Proclamation. I'm shouting at a bucket. <laughs> oh, dear. So the auto. So, yeah, that's what I did. I just went through the yeah. whole show going, that's wrong. That's stupid. Why have you done that? Your bitterness just really yeah. seeps through. It's a bit where, like, Biddy Pipe is trying to track down Doctor Who, right, who saved her initially from an explosion by blowing up her office. Um, and she meets uh, Mark Benton who is a, a, a man who's got a website about the Doctor Lots of plans with, with a, picture of, a picture of uh, Christopher Eccleston's face on it yeah. and you don't see any of the other Doctors so it's always Eccleston he's in what is it I've written this down here he's in Krakatoa uh, he's at, uh, on the Titanic next to he, Victoria he, Navi yeah, he's, he's at JFK's uh, <laughs> yeah. assassination right so that's three events at the start of the show he comes into Billy's house looks in the mirror, looks at his ears and goes, eh, not too bad. Like he's never seen his own face before. Oh, yes. Right, right enough. He's not badly shaven. He's got a bit of a clean shave. Yeah. I'm guessing that unless he's done all three of those other things, yeah. that morning, <laughs> he may have seen his own face are you, before. But are, you, are you saying if he was, uh, if he hadn't been clean shaven, he would have been surprised? Yeah, exactly. his lack of beard? No, I'm saying that... You, People grow face hair. Yeah, you've got some face hair, right? I now. do, I do. You know, he, he's been gone along. He's been to the assassination yeah. of Joe Krakatoa, and 
other things. But you're forgetting about the instantaneous non-linear nature of time travel, John. That's true. I was forgetting that. Uh, but I think face. the first thing I would do, yeah. and I, I suspect you would do, once you've uh, changed, regenerated, yeah. is go, what the fuck am I dealing with here then? <laughs> Who? What, what am I looking like? Uh, 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 not too bad. I'd actually be weeping. So... He had to turn three. Oh, imagine regeneration, Joe. Wouldn't be awful. Oh Christ, no, no. Oh. I'm, only, I'm only getting used to this. this imagine if you woke up and you got Lenny Bennett. Bag of flesh. Lenny, Lenny Bennett. Bennett. Oh, clawing your cheeks. And Lenny Bennett. New teeth. New hair. <laughs> Lenny Bennett's face. <laughs> oh no. Oh my God. Slightly flared trouser. Brown brogue. It's Lenny bloody Bennett. So golfing yeah. bag. So the the the, the big bad in this show the autons right? uh, no they're nesting consciousness of course people can be confused because they're gender free well they all to, yeah it doesn't make any sense no agency no they're just they're just shop dummies and t- or, or a bin until nesting consciousness it's a makes thrill. them into an it's, it's a cheap thrill and a callback to the, to the old who yeah um, but, I think that's what he wanted to do and I've got no problem with that yeah but he he, he made them such a, a non-threatening thing it, it kind of it, it, the whole episode I think is a joke episode hmm. it doesn't feel like Doctor Who for me it defiantly re- re- resets Doctor Who I think it's fine I, I think it does a good job it sets itself up uh, so you can carry on have a new series and it's got to be different from the way it was before Yeah. It, obviously it has to be Yeah. people's expectations have changed the, you know what, what what's permissible in the 70s is no longer permissible um, you can't have endless static shots in a studio you need to get out and around yeah. you need to have which some I running. personally lament well, the, I also doctor, lament it, but equally understand the market dictates this. And the, and the doctor also has to fancy his assistant now. Sorry, his companion. Eccleston didn't. Uh, there was a lot of flirting. No, Eccleston spent the entire time going, You stupid apes! You fucking stupid see, apes! He never said swear. See, I didn't mind that. And then, at the very last uh, pair of episodes, uh, he flirts with Linda with a bloody eye. Do you remember that, that character, Linda with an eye, the, the Dalek ones? Linda with a bloody eye? <laughs> let, let, let me let me rephrase that Linda with an eye that's what he calls her alright Linda with an eye I will save you she's in the Big Brother household that awful episode where they're uh. in the futuristic Big Brother because the Daleks are shooting people and transporting them into futuristic TV reality shows yeah that's the first time that somebody on Doctor Who becomes a god effectively who was that again Rose, Rose becomes, becomes yeah, god yeah. and makes Captain a literal Deus yeah, yeah, yeah. ex machina uh, which we've been taught to say now yeah, Deus Ex Machina. Very, yeah. uh, very. So some thanks, Ben. Implicitly. Thanks, Graham, if you're listening. It's, it's Ben. Also, Ben, if you're listening, thanks for your help on Deus but, Ex hey, Machina. Hey, Graham, thanks anyway for everything. I always like to thank Graham at least once in that. Uh, yeah, should we thank Lee as well? Hi, Lee. Lee Henry, if you're listening, loving your work. He, how, how come he gets a surname? Uh, no, that's two people. Oh, okay. Lee, Lee Henry. Henry. What, my nephew. He has two names? No, he's called Henry. But Is he's it? got two names. That's quite normal in modern society. Tell me more about your wrestling customs. I, I'm not going to bother you. Hey, uh, so John, I'll be, I'll be back to Gallifrey with you. The only thing I would say about this, right? You say you posit the notion uh-huh. that the nesting consciousness is the baddie in this, right? Look at it from the nesting consciousness perspective, right? It's landed on Earth. It's going about its business, eating up all the plastic crap that you know we make. Uh, the Doctor rocks up, fresh from the time war. Having devastated the universe uh, and Krakatoa by the yeah, of and Krakatoa and the assassination of JFK, um, he rocks up in a TARDIS, which is the spaceship weapon that he used to destroy half the universe. Yeah. 
He's got a, a vial of anti-plastic which will kill oh, yeah. the nesting consciousness on his enough. person. Yeah, yeah. Right? And uh, the nesting consciousness freaks out a bit because of this. Yeah, it aggressively. Yeah, yeah. A couple of Ortons come in here. Rose Tyler rocks up, swings in a rope, kills the two plastic guys, throws the, um, the, the anti-plastic yeah. into the nesting consciousness and proves everything it was fearing. It gets killed. Yeah, it was right. <laughs> so it's like, see, you're oh, the dick. Yeah, yeah. You're the dick now. Yeah, so, you feel uh, like that. You know who's who's the goody in this? Also, he didn't seem too too upset at the end, did he? Or it's did like, he? hey, we killed something else. Love it. Great. Could, Let's move on. There could have been another way. Oh no, never mind. <laughs> he always says that. Could have been another. <laughs> blam blam blam. I hate fucking other aliens. It's like and the time lords, I fucking I fucking hate them all. The thing that really marks me about Doctor is he clearly values human life over all other lives in the universe. It doesn't make any sense. No, no. It's Unless like he's kind of... got some weird sexual kink. Yeah, yeah. Fixation. It's like you. It's like you having a thing for microbes. Can you imagine? You're going around there going, "Oh, hello, I want to have a relationship with Shanky you, microbes." Yeah, I just scraped you off my tongue, and now you're my girlfriend. Leaving leaves dropping on my, oh my God. <laughs> leaping <laughs> through your diary. <laughs> um, you shouldn't put that it stuff is. in your blog, Joe. I, I never show, but it is. It is kind of like the the very fact that David Tennant spends his whole series flirting, his whole existence flirting with bloody Billy Piper. Bloody Billy Piper. Bloody Billy Piper, the child bride of Chris Evans, who turned out to be not a bad actor. Who Chris Evans? No, Billy Piper. He's fantastic as Captain America. Evans. But dumb Tish. He's fantastic. That serum I gave him really beefed him up. <laughs> really did beef him up. <laughs> and the salary to boot, if rumours would be well, believed. Let's draw this whole enterprise to a sorry conclusion, With a Joe. plastic veil. Well, with a sh- well, like a shower curtain. Yeah, like a yeah, shower yeah, curtain. Yeah, yeah. The shower curtain of time has been uh, drawn around us again. I feel like doing one more plastic oh. fact. Okay. Can I do that? Go. Uh, okay. The first plastic surgeon was mentioned in 1863. Plastic explosives in 1907. And plastic bags, we hate them, grow, in 1941. That's three facts for the price of one. I know. That's a lot of fact right there. I'm facting you till you fart. That's beautiful. That's that's almost like uh, the tetrahedron uh, component that makes up plastic. Yeah, that's a tetrahedron. It's a tetrahedron. Yeah. Um, okay, let's do one final plug. So we're doing... Uh, Plastic night at the American Bar. Indeed we are. And it will be a fantastic plastic night. We've got, we've got lots of David Bowie. We've got lots of... I'm just saying, Buggles have an album called Age of Plastic, so we should definitely throw that in there. Hot diggity. There's um, going to be some fantastic sounds. You'll yeah. love it. Sounds full of artifice and style. Uh, and Joe, when's your uh, show on again? Well, for those that have tuned out or have just tuned in... I've forgotten already. Uh, Fake ID will be on the 6th and 7th of October in Framework gallery on the lower Newton Arge Road there's your I don't know why you're laughing right when you say the lower Newton Arge Road because it sounds quite lower Newton Arge Road well it's, it's quite reassuring it's sounding. a lovely area it's just by Hollywood Arches not too far from where we are here well it's quite far far enough I'm not walking <laughs> you're happily yeah I'm a safe distance safe <laughs> if, if, if we set a stone's throw you wouldn't know what we meant it's a good half hour's walk is what it he's is. saying yeah so I think we've pretty much covered plastic. That's all plastic. We've yeah. saran wrapped. We have saran wrapped. Of uh, we should go out on the hi. That that Scott Walker Specific. song that where he mentioned saran wrap. Saran wrap your brain. Thirty century man. Thirty century man. Yeah. Um, we should go on that, but we can't afford music. 
So, uh, but it will be on the, the. We always do a, like a little companion um, playlist, a Spotify playlist to go along with this. So we'll stick that on there. It's already be sure. Plastic Palace People by Scott Walker is on uh, there. And also Classic Fantastic, Fantastic Number Five. It's not on there. They're not on Spotify. Oh, oh, we have to remedy that. There's though. hardly any. I uh, have to write to Spotify about their lack of. Yeah, the dearth hardly of, any Romo. Dearth of Romo. Dearth of Romo. It's what that tour should have been called. <laughs> All right. Um, Dearth of the clones. Thank you very much for listening. You've been wonderful. Do you try want to say, to say goodbye, Joe? Uh, goodbye, people. And try not to um, use too much plastic. No, that's a, that's a good message. Try not to use too much. Seriously, try not to use too much plastic. Keep away from the plastic. Joking aside, go for kind of papery, woody kind of materials if you can. Let's get back to nature, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it's, you know, it's our planet too. It's a, it's, it's a nice place to be. My pants are made of leaves. Yeah. I'm on that portion. Your twig and berries safely contained. Esconced. In a nest. A nest of pant. A nesting consciousness. Nesting consciousness. A um, genderless nesting consciousness. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it would be. <laughs> um, well, it's a goodbye from me as well. Um, let's go easy out there, people. Drive um, safely. And, uh, and remember, drive safely. It's a jungle out there. I wish it were. What are we doing to the world, John? It's Prince. Purple Rain.